right. I think I'm gonna put a house down right here. Your turn. And I decide to move into your house. What? You can't do that. Why not? Why can't I move in? Because you can't. Tell me why. Well, um, you're a hat, and there is no way the owners would want to live with some stovepipes such as. But yours. no one owns that house. Do you see anyone in there? Well, even so, how would he fit in there? What do you mean? I mean your sentient ten-gallon. How would it get inside? It's bigger than the house. The house doesn't even have a door. Okay. Watch this. Okay. You watching? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. What? You put a hat on top of the house. Yeah. So that's what hats do. This is the top of. The house got a three-dimensional roof, and look, it already fell off. That's not my problem. That's the hat's problem. But you're the hat. No, I'm me, and I have to suffer through the subpar board game. Because your dirty self decided to pull up an old greenhouse on Marvin Gardens, forcing me to give up my two firstborns and the left part of my ass to pay for it. What? You can't have two firstborns. What if you had twins, huh? What if you? Place. We ain't caring about your feelings, yeah. Anytime, any place, you can feel it here. Steven, then you out of space, so we clear the air. Any topic, and it's safe, so just be prepared. Don't assume, keep it straight, we might keep it fair. The news, a page, we gon' keep it real. If you tune in, then you sick for real. The Bluetooth, we took the red pill. Every image in the video, talk about it. Different views on the subject, we must talk about it. At the end of the day, we just talking, homie. Only me in the room, but it's like a party. Introducing... Steven Daniel, author, artist, all-around great guy. It's okay to be a unicorn. It's okay to be a nerd. It's okay to be a whore. It's okay to hate all those liberal Karens. It's okay to do whatever you want. But what's not okay is to stop at a yellow light when we both could have made it, you dumb prick. Hello, out of place. Hope your month has been as good as can be. I am super happy to be outdoors again. My favorite outdoor activity right now is getting my packages at the door and bringing them in. Love it. Favorite activity. Because I'm still not ready to deal with the people again. Like the first day here, when, when Disneyland finally opened, you got stupid woke that decided to complain that the Snow White ride needs to be canceled because Snow White didn't give consent to kissing. Are you f- kidding me? I'm not ready to physically be next to these sensitive woke pricks. I'm not. And you know, they're just as annoying as the that get offended on behalf of another group. You know, why do these people do this? Why do they fight for people that most of the time those people have no problems? And most of these people that's doing all the arguing, they're white people. I don't get it. And they feel so proud of that, too. If you are that person, just know that it's a hundred times more racist. Like the voter ID. How ignorant do you have to be to think that black people are incapable of getting IDs? We need identification for almost everything. 
Here's my idea to buy some alcohol, to buy some cigarettes, to open the bank account, to get into a theme park, to use for food stamps, to check in at a hotel, to go on a flight, to go cruising, to go into a club, to drive a car, to rent a car, to get married, to adopt a pet, to get a fishing license, to get cash back at GameStop, to buy a $900 phone, to gamble at the casino, to pick up a prescription, to donate blood, to buy a mature rated video game at the store, to buy medicine, to buy a lotto ticket, to petition to cash a check to use a credit card to buy a bb gun to get a hunting license to serve on jury duty to apply for a job to get a loan to apply for school to check out a book at a library to volunteer to ride a train i want to vote well okay let me see some id how dare you that's racist i hate these people so much i mean they get offended by everything then they demand that everybody else needs to change what they are doing like, you can't say this word, you can't say that, and you need to stop doing this or be punished for doing something in the past. And everything needs to be censored or canceled. Who the f*** do you think you are? That is some narcissistic and entitled... You are so arrogant so to, to, to believe that the rest of the world needs to accommodate to you and your insensitivities and your insecurities you know what it's like it's like it's like saying hey everybody i'm broke i don't want to work and, and if i do i just want to work a little bit but i need you all to pay my rent i already have a family member that is gullible enough to send me money for food because i don't want to work but i really really need everyone to send me money so that y'all could pay my rent you know so i don't have to pay for it because i already bought a new iPhone. I already leased my car. I bought a PS5. Pay my rent. That's what it's like. This is how those people think. These are the same people that hate their own country. You know, hating your country is like hating your parents, but still living with them. Just move the f*** out already and be happy somewhere else. But the thing is, the rest of the world doesn't want them either. So we're stuck with them. I'm offended. <laughs> Whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. I'm offended. That sticks and stones stuff? We used to teach children that. I remember one time going to my stepfather and told him about some of the kid. And I told him, he called me stupid. And he asked me, well, are you stupid? No. Then you're not stupid. Move on. That kid is just a... I'm offended. These are grown adults that that they are like, I, I was offended. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. I'm offended. Grow the f*** up and deal with it. Move the f*** you know what happens when you get offended? You know what happens? Nothing happens when you're offended. Nothing. Jeez. Will I ever stop being an ass? Find out in a moment on I Think the F*** Not. <laughs> For today's touchy topic, I'm going to piss off a lot of women. Haven't really pissed off a lot of people since the Politics Sucks episode. That one, I pissed off conservatives for not being conservative enough. I pissed off liberals for not being liberal enough. And for this episode, my target is women. Not the good women, toxic women that ruin relationships, that ruin feminism, and have made all the good men go into hiding. We got a very short uh, VO nonsense about a Karen-type dummy going to hell. Brett does her thing, and there will be no Big Vinny and Lenny this episode, but they did leave this message. So let's listen, and then we'll move on to the touchy topic. Hey, Steven, just letting you know that we won't be coming into the studio to record this month. Uh, I would do it. By myself, but Lenny is acting like a little. The f you calling a little? That's how you f acting? What the f you want me to do? It's been a month. I don't know what to tell you. You got shot. And you still can't do thing. I can't walk. Can't do nothing. No. I got shot. You're just. I need to help me, and instead of helping me, you acting like a dumb. Anyway, 
should have stopped. Sorry, Steve. We'll keep in touch. Time to get touchy. Get ready to be triggered. Sensitive topics. Oh, look, they're about to cry. All consents are wussy. Nobody likes a snowflake. What is Steve's problem today? Where are all the good men at? I've been seeing so many women lately complain about this. Single women, women that are in relationships, women that have lazy husbands or boyfriends. Where are all the good men at? I know where they're at. They're hiding. The good ones are the smarter ones. They have either found the right woman that can treat them right, or they know how to hide from the so many toxic women that have made modern feminism toxic. You know those toxic women that make all the women look bad? They are the reason all the good men are nowhere to be found. Because they don't want to be found. And it sucks for all the good women out there. There are so many non-toxic women who are single and having a really hard time finding a good man. These women don't want to just hook up. They, they, they want that amazing relationship that they, they've dreamed of for a long time. These great women have to be left standing there asking, why can't these men just simply say, can I take you out to dinner? Can I take you out? Or just open a simple door for them? It sucks. And toxic women are the ones to blame. Like I said, the good men are being more cautious now. Men are trying to stay away from the toxic women who say, I don't want a good morning text. I want a good morning transfer into my bank account. And that's real, by the way. Women have actually said and believed this. Then you look at the comments and, and other toxic women are praising that woman for saying that. Get yours as you should. You are queen. Men. Men are are not treated like human beings anymore. They are treated as a bank account. These women keep going around saying all men are trash. And then when they finally meet a decent human being, when they finally meet a decent man, he is instantly friend-zoned. And the f***ed up part is, is that, that, that he will remain a friend like a f***ard. I don't know why we, we, we stay friends, but we do. Maybe, I don't know, maybe because hope. Another thing that sucks about the friend zone is that the good, smart women have to friend zone because they know that most men out there, the toxic men, just want to f*** instead of getting to know them. So it's the toxic men's fault for the friend zone as well. Anyways, that man that those toxic women brushed away would have treated them like royalty. And then they wonder what happened to all the good men. They're in your friend zone. Society does not value men unless they have money or they're handsome as hell. That's the truth. Good men are getting tired of being good men to ungrateful, toxic women. Someone asked me uh, not that long ago, what does it mean to be a man? Here's what it means to be a man in 2020. It means that I, as a man, will always be the villain. It means that I am guilty of shit that other f***ed up men have done. It means that I have to protect and respect women, but I'm told that it's not enough to be a good guy. It means I got to open the door for women, but it's misogynistic because I'm demeaning her as a woman and taking away her right to open doors. Being a man means we are more than likely going to drop out of school, means having a higher chance of mental issues, means uh, higher suicide rates. Being a man means working as hard as we can in the competitive workplace and no one will care how stressed we are. Being a man is having to die in war. Being a man means higher chance of being homeless, means that we will get a harsher punishment for the same crime that women do means that we will lose child custody rights because courts favor women. Men are taught that if we find a woman, we better hold on to her, whether they are toxic or not, because we would be so lucky to even have a woman. 
Growing up in my family, I've witnessed so many toxic relationships. Some of these couples are still together and it blows my mind. Watching these Puerto Rican women, and not all Puerto Rican before I keep going, not all Puerto Rican are bad before I get my family up on my ass. But I've watched many Puerto Rican women emotionally abuse their man. And it scared me to staying away from Puerto Ricans. I mean, my high school sweetheart was a Puerto Rican, but her mother was insane. She was the toxic woman. Throughout life, all I heard was happy wife, happy life. But what if she's toxic? What if there's no way to make her happy? Hispanics have a traditional lifestyle. Men have their roles. Women have their roles. When I got married, I was the one who broke away from that and was like, I want to chill. She wants to chill. Let's do this thing together so we both can chill. I just wanted to change that whole way of thinking. Right before I got married, I had a family member tell me, here's the two golden rules to have a happy marriage. One, the wife is always right. Two, when you feel she's wrong, punch yourself in the balls and remember number one. This whole thinking growing up, that, that, that's the norm. And it's, that was the norm. And it's still the norm. And today, this is how it is today. Let me, let's, let's paint a whole picture of how it is today, how marriage is today. A woman would say, I want marriage. The man says, okay. Woman says, I want kids. Man says, okay. They get married, right? Great. They have kids. Great. Woman doesn't want the high paying jobs. Woman doesn't want to be competitive. Woman wants to work where they are comfortable. Man has to be competitive at work and has to work harder and longer for that higher paying job. But woman complains that man is working too much. Need to do stuff around the house and man's timed off. So the man does the right thing and helps around the house as he should. Barely any free time to himself, but man understands that this is life. Comes home tired. Wife about not spending time with the kids. Man understands that he needs to be a good father and spends time with his kids as he should. Woman goes to her friends and says the romance is gone. He's never around. He's always too tired and that her man doesn't give her enough attention. Friend agrees with the woman and says the woman deserves better. Woman goes on social media. Another man says she's beautiful and that he can't stop thinking about her. Woman rejects playfully. Woman comes home to find her husband gaming, watching sports, or going to go out to play golf. Woman gets really mad for the man taking time to himself, calls him selfish. Woman gets message again from the other man. This time the message says, come on, let me come over just for coffee. Woman, still being mad at her husband, gives in, says, okay, but only for coffee. Woman has an affair with a different man. Man finds out and asks how the woman could do this to him. Woman responds with, he made me feel special. Man and woman get a divorce. Woman keeps house and takes most of the man's money. Man is struggling to find a small home because he wants to be close to his kids. Woman stays in the house with a different man. Woman does not want the kids hating her when they miss their dad. So woman says to the kids that daddy is living a new life now and does not have time for them. Man is lonely. Man has no woman to hold him, has no children to hug. Man cries and drinks. Woman continues to lie to their kid, says it is their father's fault because he mistreated and ignored their mother for years. Woman complains on social media. Social media friends support her. Man gets no support, maybe from man's mother. Man finally finds love again. Woman says to kids that dad is having more fun with a new girlfriend while their mom has to care for them. Woman does not let man see his kids until she gets child support, that paycheck. Man gets heartbroken again because the new woman does not want to deal with baby mama drama. So man is lonely again. Friend of man advises to go online. Man only sees toxic women online. So 
Man is lonely for a long time. Man tells children that he loves them and misses them. And children remember all that their mother had told them for a long time and dismisses his love and affection. Man confronts woman about lying. Woman does not care about what she has done. Man is mad. Man is hated by all. Man is depressed. Now, it is so sad to know that this is so common around the world, that there's so many toxic women that do this. Over and over and over. I'm not talking about one woman. It's just spread out. This is common. This is how it is. Men are not loved and valued for who they are, only for what they can provide. See, what I've seen in my life, a woman loses her job. And I've seen this through family, friends. A woman loses her job. The man will say, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do this. We'll knock it out. We'll, trust me, we'll, we'll do this. And they will support each other, right? Everything's good. But as soon as the man, and that is not every relationship, okay? The, just, just right now, what we're dealing with, young women that are toxic. Anyways, when a man loses his job, I don't think our marriage is going to last. I don't think our relationship is going to last. I need somebody. I need a man who can support me. How can we do this? I don't want to struggle. I don't want to go uh, to live in a smaller home. I don't want to live in a different neighborhood. I, I'm comfortable. It sucks. There will always be someone out there who's willing to exploit the little bit that men do have. Being a man in today's society is difficult. Listen to this clip I saw on social media. It broke my heart that this young man, not just him, just many young men, are dealing with relationships right now, how they're dealing with it. Check it out. Being a man in today's society, in my experience, is giving and giving and giving and giving and ignoring what I want and need to give to those around me. I know that I am terrified of intimacy. I'm terrified of getting falsely accused. I am scared to death of trying to meet new people. I don't like people being around me. I don't like being vulnerable when I'm vulnerable and I give you that power that is scary. And I can't express that because I feel that you'll respect me less. I can't talk about what's going on. I cannot tell you why I am hurt because it becomes about them and not about me. And I end up turning to strangers on the internet who seem to care more about whether or not I'm on this side of the grass than the people who tell me time and time again, if something's wrong, just phone. Do you want to know what it's like for a good guy to be rejected? The good guy is almost ignored because these women are attracted to toxic men. This is what it's like for a good man to be rejected by a woman today. It's like going to an interview, right? And, and then they say, wow, your resume is great. You have the experience we were looking for. You have the training we needed someone to have. Great. You're, you're, you communicate well. You take care of yourself. You're absolutely perfect. But we're not going to be able to hire you. Sorry. Instead, we're going to hire someone who is not qualified at all and has a drug problem. Thank you for coming, though. You were great. You did nothing wrong. Sorry, you did nothing wrong. I mean, look at your education alone. Wow, it just we just can't. But 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 do you mind if we use this perfect resume to judge all the other applicants? And is it okay if we call you anytime we want so that we can complain about the other candidates to you? You know, the candidates that are just so horrible. That would be great. They keep on rejecting the good men. Then 10 years later and a couple of baby daddies later, I never found the good man. All men's are dogs and pieces of sh I am so very happy that I don't have to deal with it.
right now. All this frustration comes from seeing everyone around me, seeing single men in my family and going through this, seeing my great women, friends and family going through this. They all know that toxic women are ruining it at all. My wife might have her faults just like I do. We may have our problems, but she is nowhere near. And I'm talking miles away from acting like these toxic women. It's so bad out there. You know, she's asked me if we would be married, if we weren't together anymore. I said, no, she, she laughed and was like, yeah, right. I said, do, do you see what the fuck is going on around here today? Dad, I'm not starting over to deal with all these toxic out there. She knows we make fun of them all the time. This is how we work. If I pay for lunch, she will pay for dinner. If she pays for the movie tickets, I will buy the snacks. If I buy her shoes, she goes and buys me some nice clothes. If I'm having a day, she does everything she can to help me out. Why does she do this? It's because she understands that she cannot expect me to treat her like a queen if she doesn't treat me like a king. We treat each other like royalty. And that's what we do. That's what you should do. I don't understand the, the thinking of young women and young men today. What happened to, hey, you've been working all day. I'll do the bedtime routine with the kids. And, and don't worry about making dinner what happened to hey you did dinner let me do the dishes or do what my wife and i do doesn't matter who cooked well most of the time it's me that cook because i love cooking but we knock that out together we clean the dishes together whatever happened to making each other's life easier instead you got toxic women on their high horse thinking that they are the greatest thing to ever live because they went into labor since they gave men children they could be however they want and the big problem is that toxic women want traditional men they want a man that will protect them they want a man that will serve them they want a man that will provide for them they want a man that will take care of them but what they don't want to be is traditional women they want to enjoy all the benefits of feminism without doing any of the traditional thing they look at men and they say to them hey i need you to make that money i need you to be taller i need you to have those abs and i need you to give me kids it just goes on and on that is why these good guys are hiding because they have woken up they are realizing that in their roles they're stuck they have always been the same. They don't they, they don't change. They can't change. But women's roles are negotiable. Women could do whatever the f they want. So good men are not committing anymore. And who's f left? Men that are not decent men. These men see the world they hear all of the toxic women making these rules right they hear all the rules and then they start thinking well if women don't want to be traditional wives anymore i'm just gonna f them and toss them that's what they want right this is how they're thinking now and now they think hey it's okay to ignore women they think it's okay to treat women like because it looks like they like it. These toxic men only hook up with women when they need an ego boost. And that is why we have the hookup culture that we have now. And I mean, it's way easier to f a woman now. You don't have to be attached anymore now. And today, like I said, it's just come and leave them. If I was single, it would be so easy to meet and even for a big man like myself. But I couldn't do that. I couldn't bring myself to do that. And maybe because I'm sensitive and old school. But if I'm a woman, I want a connection with that woman first. I want that mind-blowing sex that come with that connection. Those toxic women made this a reality. Those toxic women helped create the hookup culture. Those toxic women made the good men go into hiding, which gives good women the choice of choosing either a toxic man or a toxic man. Those are the only choices the soy boy toxic men and what the f are the good men supposed to do if we look at a woman that makes us a creep if we give a woman a compliment that's catcalling and super disrespectful and if we try to explain to them that it's just a compliment oh now it's mansplaining 
I want to so bad to tell these young men today to not marry. Too many toxic women out there, and it seems that none of them are worth marrying. Toxic women like to paint men with a broad brush. If you think that all men are bad people, you are a piece of This type of thinking only works if all men were the same. If we looked the same, acted the same, talked the same. Well, guess what? We don't. And what's funny is that all these toxic women who say that we need to teach boys not to be toxic are the ones teaching and raising these boys. So it looks like they created the problem. This whole toxic feminism. I'm sick of it. It went from equality, which is great, to just pure man hating. Even the LGBTQ plus community is getting tired of these toxic women. They are. Lately, that's all I've been seeing is both of them fighting together. Because right now, the LGBTQ plus community and the woke people are walking around not saying mother. On Mother's Day, they had refused to say mothers. Instead, birthing people. So they're pissing each other off. So anyways, and then you got like on TikTok, there are so many toxic couples pranking each other, making things worse. And before I forget, yesterday, I saw this video that made me, that had me cracking up. I saw this toxic woman saying, I don't cook. I don't clean. Let me tell you how I got this ring. And her daughter walked by and said, you were nice until he married you. And then you showed your true colors. It's funny, but sad because it's true. Anyways, on social media, toxic women pretend to cheat on their boyfriends to see their reaction, finding ways to push their buttons for popularity, for clout. Then I see the tarred men doing the same thing back. These toxic couples don't see the problem. They also are doing this thing now, which is funny, but still the the young man will ask the young woman if they're going back to his place, you know, to or is it okay if he can game? It's usually one or the, you know, it's usually they're asking one or the other. And as soon as the woman says no, the man asks to split the check. And the woman's reaction is always like, what the f***? You're supposed to pay? It's funny, but pretty f***ed on both ends. I've seen so many let's do some to see my girlfriend's or wife reaction. Let's do that to see my boyfriend or husband's reaction. What the hell are their problems? What the f*** are they thinking? I, I know when I when I think logically, they, they just they're doing it for popularity. I get it. But like I said, they're making it worse. Like the one I f***ing hate right now. Just text my girl. He's busy, sis. Let's see what happens. Then the girlfriend drives over, pissed as sh- And all I think is the hurt that the girlfriend is feeling. The whole drive, she's thinking that her relationship has crashing. Her relationship has come to an end. Let's talk about abortions now. Toxic women like to favor abortions. I don't have a problem with it. Their body, their choice. They have to live with the guilt. I don't give a I don't want to pay for it. I don't. If a woman wants to get an abortion, she should pay for it. I don't want that in the tax plan, but whatever. I'm stuck having to do it. So fuck it. I don't give a I don't have to deal with the emotional thing that comes with it. I don't, I don't care. These women want to scream, you know, with the, with the rape and the incest and all that. And when you look at the percentages is small. The reason why I don't want to pay for it is because the majority, when you look at it, the majority is just like, I don't want to use a condom. I just want to, oops, I got pregnant. Now I got to get an abortion. But anyways, this is the thing that pisses me off about the abortion is that these toxic women, they, when they go through these abortions, they don't care at all what the baby daddy I mean, they get lucky if they want to go through the abortion and the baby daddy doesn't want a kid. I get it. Okay, fine. You both are in agreement. But there are some men out there who do want to be a dad who finds out about the pregnancy and super excited. But that toxic woman will say what that man thinks because it's their body and the father has no say. And it sucks. These toxic women think that all men want an out. That is not the case. There are men out there who want to be the best father that they can be, but they don't get a say. Listen to this quick clip of a man outside of an abortion clinic begging his girlfriend to not go through with it. 
I don't know how you toxic women can't feel for him. I don't understand you toxic women at all. I don't. There was this one time, one of my women friends, friend, did, did I say that right? Yeah, her friend was struggling to open a jar of pickles to put on a burger. You know, she was frustrated, so I offered to help. This is what she said to me. Why? Because you're a man? You think I can't do it, huh? Because I'm a woman with little hands? You you are here to save the day? I need to be saved? She kept on going, and I, I, I ignored the rest. I said, fuck it, and I left. Funny thing is, I was craving pickles when I left there and went right to the store to go get some. Too many fake toxic women out there. And what's funny is that they got the fake nails, fake eyelashes, fake hair. And all uh, these women with all the fake shit are looking for a real man. <laughs> I'd laugh, but it's sad and depressing at the same time. Like I said, fake people. And the man has to hold everything in. They have to be fake themselves to the world. You would be surprised how many times a man sits in his car, in the living room, in the bathroom, in the shower, in the bed, just sitting there, holding in his tears, holding in his pain because he's stressed out. He's hurt. He's lost. He's ready to give up on the world and ready to give up on life. But when he shows his face again in public, he looks perfectly fine. And he still manages to smile and go about his business like nothing ever happened. Why? Because he's a man. And men are not, right? That's what we learned growing up. Men are not supposed to show emotion or we would be considered wusses. Another thing that these toxic women do is look at an overweight woman. This pisses me off. And this overweight woman is happily with a man. And, and, and these women, these toxic women say, I can't even get a man to text me. Why does she get a man and I don't? What the f***? That toxic woman is assuming that love has everything to do with looks. And if anyone who doesn't look like her is not capable of finding love, that is pretty. And it just shows how shallow these toxic are. These are the same women that are killing shivery. I've been told by women, especially in the Bay Area, to not hold doors for them. I'm serious. I've held the door open for men and women. And I had a woman say to me, you don't need to open the door for me. We were at a restaurant and I just said, just go in. I'm hungry. Just go. And she went in all pissy because I always open doors for everybody. I do. I've said this before in another episode, but I will wait by my wife's door to open it for her. If I'm in the car waiting with the kids while she is just going into the store real quick and I see her coming, I will do my best. And only if I see her and not on my phone, but I would do my best to get out of the driver's side and walk over to give her a kiss and open the door because why she is my queen. Listen, you crazy, toxic woman. Not every man that is nice to you is flirting with you. Some mothers just raise them to be gentlemen. Before I forget, I heard this the other day. Some woman saying this. If a girl goes out with a bunch of men, she's a hoe. But when a guy goes out with a bunch of women, he gets praised for it. And this woman was pissed about this. And she had a lot to say about it. You want to know why this is the case? Women hold all the power. Women hold all the sexual rights. Remember, we live in a hookup culture that toxic women created. Women decide who and where and how they want to f Think about it. A man wants to smash, right? And he is not Ryan Gosling or any sexy male celebrity doesn't have that body. It would be a little harder for him, right? But for a woman, instant. Doesn't matter what she looks like. 
what size she is. Men just want to. So all a woman has to do is give a green light. So men don't have any control over this. And if they do and a woman doesn't want it, that's when it's right. Also, when a woman is forcing. But, you know, can't touch that subject because it's laughable when a man gets raped. But it happens. Anyways, men are only allowed to sleep with who we are told to sleep with. And women will sleep with whoever they want to. That is why women cheat more than men. It looks like men cheat more because men are idiots and they're not as sneaky as women. And men are loud about it. I don't know why, but we're loud about it. We get caught easily. Women are so much better at manipulating and hiding. And a lot of women won't even admit their affair to their best friend. Women sexualize things way more. And it's confusing. Just look at the OnlyFans page, right? It's a scam. The excuse that these toxic women use is that it's just a business. It's liberating. Empowering. Nah, it's a scam. Why is it a scam? Well, you're literally selling to people that they can get for free. Porn is free. You don't have to pay for it. And if you do, you're an idiot. And these toxic people like to blow up on others who don't disagree with this. I just see it as another way to show how women are privileged, at least in America. And men don't give a fuck if you want all the rides and shit. We don't give a fuck if you want to be rich, get paid. We don't give a We don't. But what we want is for you toxic women to stop talking to men like you're men. Stop forcing that equality narrative and then turn around and do the opposite and expect to be treated like a woman. You toxic women want all the equality, right? But as soon as we call you a or how can you say that to me? How can you say that? I'm a woman. Hypocritical. Here's another example of toxic women being hypocritical. Let's say that the wife or girlfriend has had a girl's night out and they slept over at a hotel. And and if she texts him, hey, babe, just letting you know that we're checking out in a bit. Husband texts back. Hey, take your time, babe. Y'all should have brunch, you know, before you head back, you know, still, you know, extend that a little bit. All right. We're good. I'm good. We're good. I'm here. I'm just chilling. Playing Call of Duty. Just do your thing. And the woman texts back, right? Saying, hey, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll hit you up after brunch, okay? The exchange, I love you, blah, 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 right? And then a few hours later, now the man is loving this because he's there at home. He's played Call of Duty with his boy, uninterrupted, probably got some DoorDash of his favorite food that she always says no to. He's having the time of his life. She's having the time of her life. And then she texts, hey, sorry, we had brunch and then lost track of time. And then he texts, hey, it's all good. I mean, like I said, she's happy. So the the there's a lot of positivity. He's happy. A lot of positivity. You know, he got the game. She got to chill. There's a lot of positivity. So he texts, hey, it's all good. It's all good. You know, did you have fun? And she's like, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's good. It's good. I'm so glad we did it. I had so much fun and I can't wait to tell you all the stuff that we were doing. And then he goes, you know what? I would love to do the same with my boys. Uh, but just get away, you know, <laughs> just like you did. And it's not because it sounds like you have fun. Say, so I want to do that too. So it, it, what the whole, what was the hotel again that you, uh, what was the name of the hotel that you stayed at? Because I want to book that same hotel because from the pictures that you show me, it looked really nice and it looks very chill. All of a sudden, not positive anymore. Not happy anymore. Yeah, right. You're not sleeping over at a hotel. Or man, Texas back. Well, why not? Because I don't trust you. I don't trust uh, you staying alone and there's a possibility of a m- another woman coming and, and sleeping with you in the same room. And then he texts back, well, that's f***ed up because I trusted you. Why can't you do the same? You had brunch for a few hours. And how do I know you didn't spend the night with another guy, huh? She'll text back. Now it's a fight. Now they're both 
a little pissed. They're both frustrated. And she'll text back, uh, why would I have a night away from you with another guy? That doesn't make sense. I'm not like that. And then he says, hell, well, exactly. I trusted you. Why can't you trust me? And then the woman would say, I can't believe you're doing this. You're ruining my vacation. And then she ignores his calls and texts and so on. You know the rest of the story. This is what toxic women do all the time. Another example of toxic women being hypocritical and that I've seen lately that also pisses me off. I've seen these toxic women get mad at their husband or boyfriend for buying a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or a nice PC build, right? Or maybe some gaming or movie or show memorabilia, some type of nerdy, whatever it is. These women, they get all mad. This is what pisses me off. The price tag on that one item that they're pissed at is nowhere near the amount that these women spend. Because all I think about is, well, what about those clothes that you wear once or twice? What about those shoes that pile up in the closet because you only buy this shoe for this outfit and it doesn't match with anything else? I get it because I love going clothes shopping for my wife. I love it. And she loves it, too, because it's kind of like, hey, I kind of get a, a say on how bad my wife looks. I get a say and I love it. So I participate. I'm like, hey, this shoe, this are we going to do it? And I, I told her I will go shopping as long as she wants, as long as she feeds me. Not cooking or anything like, no, taking me to my favorite restaurant. That's it. So we go shopping. And after we done, we go eat. Anyways, what about their concert tickets? Starbucks, wallets, purses, makeup, hair products, sunglasses. Always losing those. All these little accessories, right? The jewelry, the fake jewelry from Pandora or Claire's and the ones that are pricey and sandals. And I know I said shoes, but if, but to a woman, men understand this. To a woman, sandals and shoes not the same thing. Just one of these items women spend so much money on. And good women, they see the fairness. They get it. But these toxic women, they get so pissed about what these men are buying that I've seen them grab these items and just throw it out the window, throw it over the balcony, smash it with the hammer just because. And then they put it on the internet like they're proud of that. Toxic women have an ego problem. They can't do the bare minimum. They cannot be polite or even say thank you. They say they don't need a man. Well, like I said before, the smart man is figuring it out. Listen, this is what they're figuring out. They are learning that all they have to do is get a decent paying job that enables them to not live with their parents anymore and to live on their own. They just got to get a decent place of their choosing. They can choose whatever the hell they want to live. They can have as many friends as they want. They don't have to clean. They can hire somebody to do it. And if they want to, they can pay enough to somebody. That's it. Why does he need to be in a relationship? Men don't need to be in relationships anymore. Men don't need to be married. Watch when it's affordable to a realistic looking robot, the robot that feels like a real woman and it's very affordable. Toxic women will be alone. It will definitely be an all time low for marriage and pregnancy. You'll see. And what's funny is that, you know what these toxic women will say when you ask them, why do men need women? You know what they'll say? They'll say, well, they could learn a couple of things from a woman, you know, like love. They think men are incapable of love. So women has to teach them because they think that women are more passionate. Whatever. You don't like the way I think? Well, my high heels are bigger than your. Well, the air filter in my minivan is cleaner than your toxic. <laughs> I heard someone say that a long time ago. 
I don't know where I heard it, but I remember laughing so hard. If you think that's to me, that right there, what I just said, that was to me. Well, toxic women are beyond me. Making that comment seem like PG. I don't get how easy it is for them to be so horrible to men. And not just men. They are also mean to women, too. They normalize being toxic. Many of them have made it a personality trait. Then when you call them out on their they don't take any accountability for it. It is always somebody else's fault. They are rude and beyond disrespectful. And they blame it on the zodiac sign and, of course, men. Another annoying thing they do is praise and worship and idolize toxic celebrities. And they will abuse and ridicule other women who don't agree. Oh, you don't like Cardi B? She is basically the empowerment of the girls today. Yeah, but didn't she like drug and rob and assault men? No, 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 no. Uh, uh. It was a man and she literally said she didn't assault me. So you can't rape men. They like it. And by the way, men are irrelevant. All guys like to sexually assault people. Men are pigs. Cardi B is the best. But Cardi B does not show you how to respect yourself. She attacks women. She promotes violence. She drugs men and steals their money. She's unfit to be a role model, in my opinion. She has decent music, but she ain't no role model. Come on. Whatever. You don't know that right there. Those type of people that you see, especially in Twitter. Those type of people drive me nuts. The followers, the mindless robots, the sheeples can't think for themselves. They, they, they can't think logically. These are the same women that count on their looks to get everything they want. But guess what, sweetheart? And it's funny because they don't like to be called sweetheart. Call a toxic woman sweetheart. It's hilarious. But sweetheart, lose your looks to leverage whatever you could get right now, right? Just do it because it's going to run out. Then all you're going to have is who you are as a person. And if you have not spent time, energy, and effort to be the best version of yourself, you're going to be falling apart alone and super f Toxic women like to talk about the patriarchy, right? You want to talk about that? You think you know a lot about that? You think you're an oppressed woman in America? Do me a favor and talk to an Asian woman. In China, they would drown the baby girls in the river because they only want to have a boy. Talk to a woman from India. Talk to a woman from Afghanistan, from Syria, from Somalia, from Saudi Arabia, from Pakistan, from Yemen, from Nigeria. Listen, the list can go on and on. I mean, this is one of the reasons why most of the world don't like Americans, because most Americans are ignorant. Go ahead, you crazy, toxic. Talk to these women if you feel oppressed in America. I hope they punch you in the throat. I really do. I hope they punch you in the throat and wake you the up. Another thing that these toxic women do that has frustrates me is hitting a man. Getting in a man's face and slapping them around. That's not okay to do. But so many young toxic women think that it is okay to do. I'm just going to hit the guy knowing that he cannot do anything about it. A couple of weeks ago, and this is the actual thing that made me want to talk about toxic women. This video got me pissed. There was this woman who was slapping and yelling at this young man. They looked like they were in high school or something. I don't remember. But she kept on hitting and getting in this guy's face. Everyone else was just laughing. He finally grabbed her and pushed her out of the way. Didn't hit her. Didn't punch her. She just like, he was up against the, the, the desks. So he just grabbed her and pushing her out of the way. And I guess she... Tripped, fell back, fell on her, not her face, not nothing, didn't get hurt. She just fell on her 
And the whole class just stood there after she fell in silence, looking at the guy like he did something so horrible. But she gets a pass. She was the innocent one. I don't care how young, old, big, small, or whatever. And just so that you know, before I keep going, I will never beat up a woman unless she was a zombie. Because I know that a real man should never be a woman. I was taught this by my father. The woman came out of a man's rib, not from his feet to be walked on, not from his head to be superior, but from his side to be equal, under the arm to be protected and next to the heart to be loved. So I know never to be on a woman. But if I was in his shoes, I would have done the same thing. Just slide her over, push her away because I would be defending myself, not slapping her, not punching her, not grabbing, pulling her hair, not none of that. Just push her enough to get her off me so that I can leave. That's what I would do. And that video pissed me the fuck off. Lately, I've seen another dumb trend. And I, I've been hearing women say this. If they are not getting what they need to get from you, from men, they will be getting it from someone else. That is so depressing. They are the reason why that 80-20 thing exists. What is the 80-20 thing? It is when there is a man that is right in front of you that does almost everything right. Things that make them stand out as above average, but it is not good enough. I've seen a man who was a great husband and a great father, did everything women dream of their man doing, but he did not make a lot of money and was overweight. And his wife ended up cheating on him because of that 20%, that thing that was missing for her. She wanted a fit man and someone that made a lot of money. But that man, that fit man, did not do everything her husband did. She settled for 20% instead of 80%. They did a good job of showing this in the movie, Why Did I Get Married? Except that the roles were reversed. Women and men who think like that, who want something that they don't have, are the toxic f that ruin it for everybody. My wife tells this to people all the time. Something that she learned from her mother. The grass may be greener on the other side, but their water bill is higher. Remember that. Women should inspire their man to be the best versions of themselves. Not talk down to them. Not when your man ran a red light on accident and say, what are you, stupid? Not go on TikTok and say, how do you know your man won't cheat on you by not telling me he won't cheat on you? And show him in his most vulnerable ways. Because he's a nerd or overweight. Don't do shit like that. And you men, you good men that do everything right, but get bulldozed by society and these toxic women. You are just too real for them. They are the reason why you can't find love. So many women are either fake or full of shit. They are looking out for themselves or taking advantage of men for their own personal gain. I understand you when you say you'd rather be single because it's hard to find someone to believe in you. It's hard to find someone to confide in. It's hard to find someone to be yourself with, someone you could be vulnerable with. Because when you do become vulnerable, it is thrown right back in your face by the toxic society. I understand you. There are plenty of good women out there who are not like these Stay away from the toxic women because emotional abuse is just as bad as physical abuse. It's actually, at least to me, it's worse because you can heal a broken body. Trust me, you cannot heal a broken mind. It's hard. So leave those toxic women behind. How do you find a good woman, Stephen? First, you have to become the best version of yourself. I've said that before. Be you, the best version of you. Deal with your passion, your demons, and work hard to be 
the perfect man. Next is do not rush anything. I know that the hookup culture makes everything fast paced. There is no timer when taking and getting to know the right woman. Take your time in getting to know her. It will help build a long lasting relationship and a healthy one at that. You also got to take your time when it comes to sex. When that bond is strong, sex is a hundred times better. Trust me. And you got to get rid of your type. Get it out of your mind. I used to have a type. I like blondies that had a little chubs to them. And I also like the mousy types like Anna Kendrick, you know, the small women. Anyways, even though I married one of my types, as I got older, I realized men and women who have types miss out. That redhead or tall girl that you dismissed could have have had everything you've ever wanted, could have been your soulmate. Oh, and when meeting these women, you have to stay away from the clubs and bars and Because if you want to find a good woman, they are more than likely not going to be hanging out in those places. And if they are, they're just hanging out with their toxic friend. My wife and I were like that before we met. I was only at the club scene because of one of my friends. But I prefer to chill with the Roman Coke in hand on the beach, just talking with someone. That's my chill. My wife would be with her friends at the clubs, but she hated it too. You will find good women in community classes like those cooking classes through volunteering festivals and galleries and so on. You get it. The point I'm trying to make is that it is not that hard to find the right woman. You just have to be in the right headspace and be very patient. For those of you that feel that you are toxic, but you're like, Stephen, I want to change. You made a good point. And I feel bad of the that I've done. I feel bad of the that I've said. I feel following people. Well, listen up. You got to learn not to paint men and women who are of all races with the broad and destructive brush. Just like not all women are bad, not all men are bad too. Don't let those toxic women get inside your head. A relationship is like a team sport, right? Men play their part, women play their part, and they both can get that shiny trophy together. They both can win that. And all you have to do is just talk to the men. They just want to be talked to. That's it. They just want to be heard as well. So just talk to them. Just like you want somebody to understand you, you need to try to understand him. The reality is that a man can leave a long relationship, a relationship he's been in for five to 10 years, right? And they'll turn around and go right into the arms of somebody else and doing the exact same that he did for his ex. Exact same. So when you get all mean and to him, he is not going to want to be with you. He's going to want to be with someone who doesn't treat him like. You need to stop gossiping. Stop bashing other women too. Stop being so mean to men and especially to other women. Be a woman that young girls can look up to, especially if you have daughters or younger siblings who look up to you. Be the right kind of feminist. Don't be the anti-men, anti-shaving, anti-skirt, anti-insert here. I'm not going to keep going because it would be better if you could find a good woman role model to guide you. Because obviously I don't know from from being a woman, but I will say this last thing. Give a man a man version of flowers. What is that? It is his favorite sandwich with the side of his favorite chips along with his favorite drink. Nothing else. Just randomly do that. Not just on Father's Day or his birthday. Just randomly do this. And if he doesn't like subs and well, use your brain. You know what he likes. And of course, 
you men need to randomly give your wife or girlfriend flowers and stuff too. Not just on Valentine's Day, not just on birthdays, anniversaries, or Mother's Day. Like I said before, treat each other like royalty. Because until men and women start having honest conversations about who they truly are, what demons they battle with, where they are coming from, and what they truly want, love will continue to be a temporary emotion. Love won't last long. It will continue being, and it will end horribly, and it won't be great. Make it great. Honesty, communication, and respect is key. I'm going to end this segment with a joke that would trigger you toxic women, but I don't care. I saw this on Facebook and I needed to share this. A woman goes to the doctor worried about her husband's temper. The doctor asks, what's the problem? The woman says, I don't know what to do every day. My husband seems to lose his temper for no reason. And, and, and it scares me. The doctor says, I have a cure for that. Every time your husband seems to lose his temper, get a glass of water and start swishing. Swish it around your mouth, but don't swallow it until he either calms down or leaves the room. Two weeks later, the woman comes back to the doctor looking fresh and reborn. The woman says, doctor, that was brilliant. Every time my husband started losing it, I would swish the water and I swished and I swished and he would calm right down. But I got to ask, how does a glass of water do that? And the doctor then says, the water itself does nothing. It's keeping your mouth shut that does the trick. Up next is What the Brit. Hey, out of placers, it's been about a month. And I am so pumped to say that I have finally had enough of everything. And I've literally quit one job to go to possibly another job and um, quitting that second job. Here's to being unemployed like the rest of America was during the pandemic while I was working my ass off, super pregnant. And uh, what I want to do for you is actually read my resignation letter. Um, I want to start with the one that I would have liked to have sent, but then going along and, and sharing the one that I actually did send. You know, if you're on the fence about quitting a job, if you feel like you're working for the man or the woman that kind of makes your life a little bit more miserable, I want to make sure that you know that you wouldn't be the first. You're not alone. I do have at least a couple years worth of I can be really cheap the next while and live with my partner comfortably. But I do not have a lifelong retirement saved up. Just enough time to buy some time to figure out, okay, this is the next best step forward. So here's to getting rid of toxic pieces of or toxic careers or any of that jazz. First email, what I would have liked to have said. Dear Shelly, I came back to work here because I forgot how big of a piece of you were. You micromanage and you're never organized. You always talk about process improvements, but simultaneously they complicate everything and slow the whole system down. I just started and I'm already sick of this. So I quit. Love, Brit. But I didn't want to be that brief with her or make her feel sad. When I think about this boss, she works her ass off and she expects everyone around her to kind of uphold those very same standards. Like she practices what she preaches and, you know, I, I really do enjoy her. Anyways, this is what I actually end up sending. Dear Shelly, I realize I've made a mistake rejoining the team. To be honest, I thought working from home would be enough of a perk to look past some of the cons I remember from when I was last working there. While trying to find my direct reports 2021 goals in our network drive, I came across Claire's and Henry's reviews. They were heartbreaking 
important to me. Claire expressed how busy she was and that she was too busy to even write the review. Meanwhile, Henry was given a negative on every metric. I think Henry probably could have been relocated to a different team that he might have thrived on rather than being put into a new role that would ultimately get him fired from. Then Allison sent me a file path to the SOPs to familiarize myself with. One was completely blank. The other had a basic bullet point list with not enough detail to go from. I tried digging around and I found that a few of the files couldn't even be opened with content enabled without crashing my Excel. Um, This included the payment commitments file that I have to work from a few times after month end. Anyways, Evan said that this was a known issue and to not enable these. There's a distinct fear on the team to make any changes to legacy files or locations because these changes may break dependent macros or systems, none of which are documented. I do not have access to our company email. I just got access to the recons, but I got assigned all 170 recs to review with no transition period. I'm uncomfortable taking on a bunch of work right from the start and certifying the recs as if I had read the contracts beforehand. That would be impossible. The only way I see myself doing a good job in this role is if I sacrifice time with my family. I don't want to waste everyone's time trying to train me to get up to speed and keep collecting paychecks for a position that I don't even see a future with. In the interview, I said I was looking for home. Coming back and seeing how things operate feels like that I need to pursue another path. You're a great, hardworking woman, and thank you for allowing me to work for you twice. Getting out of college, I would have been happy to bend over backwards to get the job done, but I have a child now, and I need to make sure that I make her proud. Being absentee, even for a few months just to get up to speed, doesn't feel acceptable. Thank you for accepting my second resignation. I wish you great luck in finding someone to join the team. Since I've only been on the job a few days, I don't think providing two weeks notice would make sense. I hope you understand my reasonings and have no hard feelings. I'll return my equipment and badge to security this morning. Sincerely, yours truly, that person that's quit on you twice, me, Britt Nolan. So anyways, I send this letter out, I returned my equipment to security, I came back, and nothing had changed. It felt the same. I was actually working under her a few years back. So anyways, when I get done turning in that stuff, I get a text message from my boss. She says that I wish that you had reached out and addressed your concerns with me. And I say, well, I don't say actually anything. I'll, I'll respond tomorrow. Or maybe not. But I'm thinking, I worked for you two years ago. A lot of the issues that I'm seeing now are the same issues that were happening before. And the biggest issue is these high expectations, these unreasonable expectations that get set before anybody's had a chance to jump in the water and see if they can stay afloat, you're already sinking them down with an anchor. You really need to find ways to give people a chance to learn how to do their job. I'm lucky because I know that I can afford to take some time off and figure out what I'm going to do, but people get in these situations all the time where they hate their job and they want to quit. I was looking for validation, but nobody can provide that validation but me. I was asking friends, you know, is it okay if I quit? I was asking my parents, is it okay? And nobody wanted to sign off. Oh yeah, it's going to be okay because, you know, they're not going to pay for my life if I can't afford these things. The only person that really was able to like make any kind of say in that is actually my husband. If you're looking for some kind of validation to quit your job, here it is. It's okay to quit your job, but remember, you're going to have to be the one that saves you. You're going to have to be the one that goes out and explains why you quit. And if a company can't understand that you quit because things sucked at your last job or you needed a mental break, then that's fine. That's just not the kind of company that you want to work for because they're the kind of company that's probably going to put you in that same situation again where you need another break or you don't want to work for them because their expectations are unreasonable. It's okay to just say this. I mean, I completely surprised myself today by being that irreliable that just quits. Quits with no notice. I don't know if that's going to catch up with me, but here I go. Off into the unknown. Just being Brit the quitter. And that's all right. You know, we'll figure it out next month. Thanks.
Now, it's Bio Nonsense. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this is uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, you're listening to uh, Out of Place. Uh, yeah, this is a great podcast. Uh, it's uh, good. It's great. Very great. Patriots! Hello, Alex. Welcome to hell. Uh, let's go right ahead and figure out which circles of hell you have to go to. I don't want you to end up in the wrong circle. <laughs> I need us to stand six feet apart. Excuse me? Six feet! I need you to stand six feet from me! Oh, another one of these f- people. Alex, we are in hell. You are dead. None of that matters here. You get that, right? There is no COVID here, so you don't have to do all that. Six feet, sir! <sighs> So let's just and by the way, I got the vaccine. Listen to me, it doesn't matter whether you got the vaccine or not. You're f- dead. And you don't want to know how many people have died from that. I got the letter and the sticker and took several selfies to let everyone know on social media that I did it. I did my part. That is fantastic. So, let's see how you die. Oh, <laughs> a pallet of those soap fell on top of you at Target. Woke human in a woke storm getting killed by a product from a woke company? <laughs> I love it! What the hell were you doing and receiving anyways? It says here you are a history teacher at a high school. I was trying to tell the manager to kick out someone that was not wearing a mask. Of course. But I want you to mark my death as COVID. But you didn't die from COVID. I wanted to say that COVID was the cause as of death. As much as we love liars here in hell, no, I'm not going to do that. I would like to speak to your manager. You mean God? The one you were happy to mock every chance you got? Uh, okay, so it says here you're racist. I'm not racist. I support all minorities. I support BLM. I am a liberal. We love everyone. Not like the racist conservatives. Was this not you? I hate all white people. I am disgusted about my own race. I just want them all to die and just let everyone be. The world would be a better place without white people. Isn't that you? Yes, but... It's still racist. That's not right. Shut up. I've given you enough time to talk So... Because you helped commit numerous voter fraud in your city and embezzled a ton of money that helped you buy a home in Beverly Hills, off to the A-Circle for you. What will happen to me there? Uh, nothing. Uh, your head will probably be twisted backwards, you'll get whipped by countless demons, uh, I know you like that one, and sometimes they like to submerge people in <laughs> Maybe get bit by snakes, uh, dismembered, and so on. Well... Have fun, Karen. It's Alex. Same thing. Whatever you hear about me, believe it. I don't have time to explain myself to you. So I want you to do this. I want you to use your imagination to add to that story. Whatever you heard, whatever rumor it is, just add to it. Do it. Because I don't give a f- And guess what? I still love you. If you like the show, leave a like, leave a comment, submit a rating on iTunes, subscribe, follow, ding our bell, or whatever you want on the platform you're listening to this on. Just show us at Out of Place some love and tell other people all about this podcast. I want you to give love to the people that you heard on this podcast. I know I don't say this enough, and I'm going to start being better at it. People like Brad and the other uh, voiceover actors that are part of the show, just please. All of their links are always in the description below. Just show them some love. 
I feel like they need just as much love and attention that you guys give the podcast. So do me a favor, go to their links and show them some love. Remember to find a way to make someone's day. It doesn't have to involve money. Smile at a stranger. Try your best to not be mean. Hold the door open for someone. Tell a friend or a family member you appreciate them or just say hi to them. Give someone a sincere compliment. Leave a big tip. Mention an excellent employee in a review for the store you are shopping at. Whatever it is, just make someone's day do that today. If anything I said in this episode offended you in any way, I don't give a damn and a half. Cry to your mom or anybody that will listen to a sensitive snowflake like yourself. Just know and understand no one cares. Other than the music streaming service you're listening to this on, you can also find us on YouTube. To our loyal listeners who made it to the end, I love and appreciate you. Goodbye. And always remember to smile. Smile.